What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Rappers in My Backyard, the podcast that stays lit. We rap about relationships, music, and entertainment. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys had a great week and found a way to stay safe and stay in the house, even though it's been sunny in California. I've been kicking the doors open trying to get out. But today, we are going to be rapping about the culture in hip-hop with our special guest today, The Chill from Compton's Most Wanted. Also, we will be throwing on the grill the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. We want to talk about how he even came up with opening up April 24th. And we want to talk about it from the vein of our culture and how we're affected by that. Additionally, you guys know I love starting every episode with a quote that lays things nicely for us to begin our conversation. So our quote today is, this is for the culture and for those who love us. And that's a quote from DOC, and it's a from one of the chill, our guest today, one of his records. So let's get started, you guys. Let's get ready to talk, express, relate, connect today with our special guest, the chill from Compton's Most Wanted is in the backyard. What's hello, up, chill? Hello. We in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? What's cracking? What's I, up? I'm glad you practicing it safely. Got your mask on. Gotta have your mask. I even went and got my own mask. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, man. That's creative. Creative. You know what I mean? Be creative. You know what I'm saying? But be safe at the same time. There it is. There it is. So, Chill, thanks so much for coming to the backyard today. We also are practicing safe distancing and all of these things that we're following. So, me and you, we got to talk via Skype today. No, so, hey, we so gotta, happy. We got to utilize the technology. Talk up a little bit. They can't hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got to utilize. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, we got to utilize the, techne the technology that is given to us in the right fashion. And this is definitely a right way to use it. That's you know it. Thanks That's for having it. me, sis. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so glad to have you. So what you been up to, Chill? What you been up to? I've just been working, you know, staying in my lane, being a father. You know what I mean? Being a husband. You know what I mean? Just trying to stay out the way, stay in my lane, keeping God first. You know what I mean? And just trying to have fun again you know what i mean it's a lot yeah. of troubling stuff going on and i'm trying to just look beyond it and just continue to smile you know what i mean and and and, and have fun i'd have been through enough to be mean now i just want to be happy right right and i'm with you and that's why my slogan is it's so bright out there you know yes, because yes. that's the way we got to perceive things in order to move forward you yeah. know, so that is something that I included in the theme song for Rappers in My Backyard. And that's something that beats in my heart. No so doubt. with that, let's get down to some questions, Chill. Because, I mean, you have been doing this for quite some time. And I like to start off by being able to lay the groundwork for our audience so that they can know the history first and they could be a part of our journey. So my first question to you is... How did you create or how did 
Compton's Most Wanted come together as a group? I mean, you know, we we just we tell just, me we, the members yeah, because not everybody the knows the members like I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those that don't know, you know, what I'm saying my counterpartner is MCA. You know what I'm saying? And us collectively, we formed the group Compton's Most Wanted in about 1987. Um, we was old B-boys. You know what I mean? Old B-boys, you know, infected by Run DMC, EPMD, Tidy T, Easy E, you know, hip-hop on the West Coast, though. And we okay. had some things that we wanted to say. You know what I mean? I was blessed to um, stay across the street from MC Ren from NWA. And okay. he took a very good liking off into me. You know what I mean? And... You know, he encouraged me and motivated me to keep writing. And he also took me to Easy, which I didn't know that stayed right around the corner from me. And Oh, wow, okay. You know what I mean? He listened to us and he was like, I like y'all, but y'all sound like EPMD. Y'all need to go back to the <laughs> studio. You know what I mean? And right. you know, I'm like, dang, I ain't never been in no studio like where I'm going. You know what I mean? So he said, go to Lonzo where we started. You know what I mean? So we went to Lonzo. We met a big seven, Yeah, we, we, we met a, a big seven foot ten guy by the name of DJ Slip. You know what I mean? Okay. Shout out to DJ Slip. He was working on the SB twelve hundred drum machine. They was doing a Compton compilation and, and asked us to be a part of it. And I'm with me and Abe was like, turn the mic on, we do it right now. He said, No, I'm gonna give y'all a cassette tape. Y'all take it back to the house, write to it, come back to the studio on lead, and we did it, and from there Compton's Most Wanted was born. We got a deal, and here we are. All right, and we're glad to have you. I mean, Compton's Most Wanted, you guys really put down some really cultural stuff, which brings me to my next question about how did the song Automatic come together? Because that's what inspired me a lot about this episode with you and I doing this together the whole thing about it being a song that was for the culture explain to me how that whole thing came together well you know i feel like when people say you know for the culture i don't think they honestly know what the culture is because we kind of lost you know what i'm saying out here you know the little homies they're not paying attention to the big homies um you know the, the big homies kind of moved on you know what I'm saying? Or feel victim to the struggle or whatever. Um, so I just felt like, you know, in, for example, you know, if, if Marvin Gaye was still living, God bless his soul, you know what I mean? He would be saying the same thing because music has changed so much. And our culture yeah. out here on the West Coast has changed so much. You know what I mean? That people don't actually know what it is. I ain't saying we got to stick to the drive-bys and calling female bees and all that type of stuff, but what we actually do out here in Southern California. You know what I mean? Correct. I feel like everybody is doing everything but California. You know what I'm saying? So Automatic was inspired by, you know, legendary groups like Abutter Law, DJ Quick and them, AMG and them, Compton's Most Wanted, NWA, MC Ren and them. You know what I mean? And of course the DOC. So I went and grabbed him and said, hey man, I don't care how your voice is, use it. You know what I mean? And he did the intro for me and me and Eight and Cocaine, we just did what we do on a beat that I produced strictly for our culture to hopefully enlighten, you know what I'm saying, the people that's missing that lane of music or being introduced right. to. You know what I mean? Right. I definitely missed that form of music, which really brings us organically to the next question that I had in reference to 
comparing a song like Automatic based on what we have now going on and playing on the radio. Do you miss the storytelling aspect in hip hop? I super miss it because coming from a group like Compass Most Wanted, we we feel like we the artist story, one of the groups that's the artist storytelling. You know what I mean? And it's just missed. Everything is, you know, turn up, have fun. Now, I'm I'm great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's have fun. Let's celebrate. Let's enjoy ourselves. But we also right. have to spread knowledge and, 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 you know, motivate and encourage the next people that's up to bat because we ain't going to last forever. You know what I mean? It's got to be somebody that we passing the baton to. And it's yep. only so few that's catching it and respect to them, but the majority is just with the turn up and want to do what other coasts is doing and other genres of music is doing. So we're just trying to just keep our struggle alive, keep our coast alive, and just push our, our line to the best of our ability. Right, right. And I, you know what, I really appreciate that because I really believe that, and I want to pose this question to you, do you think like, the 90s hip-hop artists should embrace these younger MCs is coming up now? I think that we're all disconnected. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is, you know, it's like I said, the youngsters, they got their own thing going on. And I respect it. It took me a while to figure it out, you know, by dealing with them and hanging with them and working with them, doing shows and stuff. And I'm like, right. okay, what is this new West movement y'all pushing? And how y'all just going to just extinct us? You know what I mean? For what we done did over the past 30 years, you know what I mean? Plus, you know what I mean? Not to tell my age, but 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I'm 49. I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? But, you know what I'm saying? You know, these guys, you know, we just disconnected. It's just a whole different lane. They think we old. We think they young. You know what I mean? If we all get together, you know, like they say, it's strength in numbers. And it's only so many of them and so many of us that's not connected. You know what I mean? Right. Cause I hang with the youngsters. I do a lot of stuff with the youngsters, and I I, I like a youngster that has a whole a old soul. You know what I mean? Like man, yeah. when y'all did one time, y'all flew up, and I'm like, wait a minute, what you know about that? You know what I mean? Oh man, I used to be in the car seat. My daddy used to be turning corners of that. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm like, okay, that opens up the door for more dialogue to see what he knows about, and then I, and, and you know, vice versa. I'm off into what they doing. Like man, who's the who's the hot little dude out here, man? You know what I'm saying? Let me check him out. Like, oh okay, he busting. He ain't just talking right. about mumbling and, and riffing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think we disconnected. And I think if we keep working at it, I think that we'll be better. You know what I mean? You know, we, got do work to do. we got work to do. You know what I mean? And hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we can reach some. You know what I mean? But we definitely going to teach some. Yeah. I think that that's the whole problem that we have right now is, is our relationship. You oh. know, I... They need to know about you guys and you need to know about them. Y'all both need each other. You right. see what I'm saying? Because the younger generation, they ain't scared to say that name, scared to experiment with anything, you know. And I just think earlier on, you guys were more focused, telling, telling your stories in a way that was more like a book almost to wow. music. And I think that if you guys can lend a little of the storytelling to them and then they can lend to you guys that fearlessness that they feel because they don't give up about none of it. I mean, so, they just rebellious real. little kids. They rebellious yeah. little kids. And we was too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we was too. Definitely. Because I recall, you know, hanging in the hood back in the days and the big homies be like, man, y'all little dudes is wild. You know what I mean? And 
Right. Now I find myself saying that about the little homies. Like, man, y'all is wild, man. Like, what is y'all doing? <laughs> like, y'all, y'all did what? You know what I mean? So it's the same thing, but you know, at least we listen to Rick James and Parliament and Roger Trotman. You know what I mean? These kids, they don't listen to Tupac and you know, Snoopy and you know what I mean, you know, all this extra stuff that we was doing back in the days. They let them tell it. The West Coast started at Death Row. You know what I'm saying? They they take That's out the whole thing. 20 years before that. You know what I mean? So yes. I just feel like it's my job to get off the porch and show them how to party again. For those that's yearning to listen. You know what I mean? Now the other ones that don't want to listen, then just get it how you get it. You know what I mean? And you're going to learn the hard way because it's definitely a cutthroat game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this game is cutthroat. And and Super that's cutthroat. why I was just saying it. we need to be honest about this game and how you need to get around it and navigate it and win at it. And that's why a lot of the guests that we have on this show bring that spirit by letting us know what they went through so that we can hopefully bridge that gap between the young and let them be able to avoid some of the pitfalls that we had to go through in order to build what we have. So I sincerely appreciate the fact that you're willing to do that because I know I've talked to some other rappers and stuff like that, and they still haven't been able to understand the younger generation so much. So that's a responsibility that we got to basically take, and I'm glad that you're looking forward to taking it up. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a job. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely Definitely. a job, and it's got to be a job that us as older casters we're willing to take you know what i mean or our our genre of music our 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 all this work we put in is just extinct and it's just worthless that means we waste so much time in life you know what i mean with with the mistakes that we made you know what i mean with with the mistakes that we made with the stuff we're doing now if we ain't willing to embrace what the youth is doing then how we gonna sit up here and scream you know for the culture you know what I mean? We yeah, gotta rock for the whole culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's here. So, that's it. That's it. This is for the culture. And this is why we do this. And I want to just shift gears a little bit and talk about producing. What is your opinion about producers? What's the advantages or disadvantages from a producer leasing a track versus selling a track? wholeheartedly because well, i didn't know nothing about this leasing I, explain that to me a little bit how can i lease it well, again it's uh, again it's it's losing the love for the culture you know what i mean let's just say what the culture is hip-hop hip-hop has umbrellas you know what i mean right it started off in the bronx now for the west coast you know what i mean it's pop locking gang banging low riding striking up on the wall partying rapping dancing you know I me mean? on right. the east coast is rhyming breaking writing on walls you know what i mean you know they stuff you know what i mean but out here you know what i mean you know dudes get the you know a producer and a beat maker is two different things a producer is quincy jones correct a, a producer is dr dre correct you know i mean <laughs> if Dre didn't even do the beat he still produced it you know what i mean because he took the beat and took it from here and made it phenomenal. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, it's, you know, guys is, 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 you know, people need a way out. You know what I'm saying? People need to figure out their lane. You know what I'm saying? Back in my day, it was either you're going to be a ball player 
a high roller dope dealer dude, some pimp type cat, you're going to have a nine to five or you're going to be a rapper. You know what I mean? So <laughs> these days, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm going to sell a bunch of pills. I'm going to go mess with some young chick. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to do some beats on this computer that I stole or I came up on and I'm going to get these programs, cracked programs, you know what I mean? Correct. And I'm going to be a producer. That's not producing to me. You know what I mean? So it's just people that's trying to just get money. You know what I mean? So, you know, I ain't hating on no hustler. You know what I'm saying? If that's your hustle, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm not I'm not a fan of leasing beats or rapping the YouTube beats. I'm a fan of getting in the same room and really rocking together. You know what I'm saying? Like coming up with something from the gut, you know, determine how y'all was feeling, what y'all was doing at that time. You know what I mean? And he did the beat. You know, he's the leader of what's going on. And, right. And, you know, this guy put the words to it while he was doing the beat. That's that's production. That's that's production to me. I totally agree with you. What what do you think is the difference between leasing and buying? Leasing is you can get the beat that everybody else is rapping on, and I'll let you rap on it for a small fee. Buying it is I'm gonna give it to you, even though somebody else rapped on it. I'm gonna give it to you, and don't let nobody else rap on it. Okay. Well, it's really a catch. Okay. It's a double edged sword. It's a double edged sword because ain't no telling who got that beat. Somebody in Chicago probably got that same beat. You know what I mean? Somebody in New York probably got it. Somebody out the country probably had it. It's just recycled music. And when everything sounds the same, you feel me? Everything is 808 driven, triple hi hat driven. It's like you, you'll miss it fast because it's this. People ain't even playing the whole song. They play the first verse, get to the next song. First verse, get to the next song. The so next you, you will miss it. You know what I'm saying? So I would say leasing is here. Rap on a beat that everybody else rapped on. You know what okay. I mean? Buying it is, you know, here, I'm going to give you this beat, but such and such rapped on it too. You know what I mean? Okay. Doing, producing it and, and, and doing it together, that means it's going to be royalty split. It's going to be sound exchange money split. It's going to be publishing splits. You know what I mean? The whole nine. You know what I mean? That's a producer. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know about this new wave of, of, of how they doing music. I, I, it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather just have fun with it and do what I do. You know what I mean? Right. And buy the freaking track. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm in the buying too. I'm, I'm a purchaser. I don't like to lease anything because you're not going to come back and get it from me. I like to keep it. Even when it gets old, it's still mine, right? It's still yours. It's still yours. <laughs> It's still yours. Yes, indeed. So you know, has it become more difficult to get paid as a producer because we have these two lanes with leasing and buying? It's way different because you got some little hot, little quirky dude out of France or some dude, you know, that's sitting up in his garage, you know what I mean? Just And he funky. You know what I mean? He, he funky. You know what I mean? He's willing, he to give you, he's willing to give you the beat when a vet like me come around or... You know what I'm saying? A DJ Quick or a DJ Pool. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, Drake. Right. You know what I mean? Or Meech or, you know, Battle Cat. Somebody come around and we try to give you what we give you. Great, great quality, sonically correct music. And the dude ain't trying to pay all that. So, yes, it's, it's definitely different and it's hard. You know right. I mean? but, right. You know, we, it's, we harder I want us to stop right there because I didn't get the flags up that we are getting ready to go to break. So, rappers in my backyard, we're about to go to break. 
After the break, we are going to throw on the grill the Georgia governor, Ryan Kemp. We're going to talk more about our culture. And we are going to have more questions for the chill from Compton's Most Wanted. So you guys stay tuned in. Keep it locked. Rappers in my backyard. The podcast stays lit. We'll be right back. Welcome back, family. Thanks so much for hanging in with us. That break went fast like the first session of this podcast went fast with the chill. So let's get back with him and uh, finish this question with the amazing chill from Compton's Most Wanted. What's up, yeah. chill? Hey, Thanks man, so I'm much for saying, hanging with me, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, come on, we in the backyard via internet. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. Yeah, but yeah, you've been yeah. back here in real life. And I want to, because I want to finish up on that question because it was so profound, your answers, and you're dropping a lot of nuggets. And that's what we want to do. We want to educate, elevate, and continue to embrace our culture and move forward. So that being said, please continue on why it's so difficult as a producer to get paid because of the leasing a track versus and buying it. And then we'll wrap that up and then we'll go to the grill. I mean, I'll give you an example. You know what I mean? I did some stuff for Redman. You know what I mean? Okay. On the East Coast, okay? This is a guy that I've been a fan of since day one, you know? And to be able to do some production with him, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I need to show out because I know he's going to show out. You know what I mean? Versus exactly. I just sent him a beat and just let him do what he does on it. You know what I mean? These days, dudes, they just send you a beat and they probably never hear the beat again. Or, and that's how I get mixed up in the shuffle because they ain't even paying attention to who they're giving these beats to. You know what I mean? So they'll turn around and give it to me or give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? And some, you know, local act or whatever, a local group that may be good or maybe trash has the beat. So it exactly. breaks down the momentum of the joint, you know what I mean? When you put your all off into it and then you hear from some dude that ain't even nowhere near as talented as you. Or maybe he may be great. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's really a messed up situation. It's just that these cats just out here just chasing the fast dollar. And, and I'm exactly. not hating on the hustle. I ain't knocking nobody hustle. Do what they do. You know what I mean? But I just think that they're taken from the structure. And it's definitely not about the culture that we build for it to be the way it is now. And it's not just in my genre. It's in every genre. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and what I wanted, sorry to interrupt, but what I wanted to say is, is that it, I just feel like we always, as a culture, sell ourselves short with our talent. Totally. And we need to start charging like everybody else does and not belittling our importance. You know, okay. if, if we, you know, if we do what we're supposed to do, then everything that's supposed to come with it is going to come. You know what I mean? Everybody so fast. Nobody has patience. Everybody just want to move fast. Everybody's walking around with a computer in their hand. They cell phone. You know what I mean? So it's so easy to reach out and just say, okay, I'm going to just go and everybody DM and this beat is dope. I'm going to see how many people want to buy it. Okay, he want to buy it for $100. He want to lease it for $50. You know what I mean? I'm going to get all that money. It don't matter. Right. I don't even know the guy. You feel me? So it's just quick money versus I love doing music. I love producing music for great, talented people. Not somebody that right. sounds like somebody else, but somebody that's really dope and I see something in him that I want to be a part of. 
You know what I mean? So it's 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 not that no more. People ain't loving what's going on no more. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what makes it crappy. You know what I mean? That's what makes it crappy these days. It's a cutthroat business, and it got more. It's not only cutthroat these days. It was cutthroat. Now it's scandalous. You know what yeah, I mean? definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just to that whole theory as far as our culture, you know, that's just like leasing a Mercedes Benz when you know you can't afford to get those brakes done when you need them or get that checkup when you need it. So, again, that goes with the whole mentality that we need to stay focused on the culture and the things that work for us and not necessarily for them. And since we're on that vein, I'm ready to go to the grill. I'm ready. Let's just go to the let's grill. to the grill. Come on. Let's flip let's that meat the grill. Let's I got to get with the, I need to know what my people's feeling about this daggone governor of Georgia Brian Kemp. Now, he decided to open up the city and the state of Georgia on April 24th, right? So let me set the plate for you. Reopen the gym, the fitness centers, the nail salons, the bowling alleys, the body art and tattoo shop. Any idea who they're marketing towards? I'm just curious. Well, <laughs> You know, I'm going to say this. I'm black as an Emma effer. Right. You feel me? I and do. I, I, you know, let's just keep it 100. You know what I mean? Us as a people, you know what I mean? We get a little, we get a little extra out sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, when stuff happened, we so quick to say, oh, it's for the black people. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll look off into that and I'll make my own opinion about it. And my opinion is, it's, it's crash dummy stuff. You know what I mean? Like they, they test, they using us as hamsters. You know what I mean? I also was educated about, oops, I'm still here. I'm, I'm, I'm also educated about uh, Orange County. I don't think they're opening up their nail salons and, 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 and body piercing places in the gym and stuff like that. But they have opened up their beaches. You know what I mean? In Brass County. And, you know, Huntington Beach and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a lot of black communities that's being opened. And it's a lot of just communities, period, that's being opened. But I think it's all a, I think it's all a test. Let's let them back off. Let's see how bad it is right now. Right. That the sun is shining bright. You know what I mean? Let's see how bad it is right now. And some people going to make it and some people ain't going to make it. Me and my team, we're going to stay right here. You know what I mean? We're going to post up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're going to exactly. look out the window and watch the news and see what's going on. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be the first to hit the, the stadium and get out there doing my thing and come back home sick and get to infect my kids and all that. You know, I don't think things are going to ever be back the way it was. You know, I'm not a germaphobic, but I'm smart. You know what I mean? I always was like, you know, I roll my own blunts. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to, you know, hit y'all. You don't blunts. need to prepare blunts that they make, right? Exactly. You know Definitely. You know, dudes, you know, go use the bathroom, man, when we wash their hands. You know what I mean? Or, you know, yeah, ain't no telling what they were doing before. You know, I see dudes, rappers and everything. They be on the stage with the same clothes. They was on at the last gig. You know what I mean? So I'm like, man, you ain't even brush your teeth. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't even eating right. Like, what I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm gonna be fist. You know, I hit dudes with the black fist, and it's been that way before coronavirus. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, I see a dude, you know what I mean? What's up, chill? What's up with you, homie? You know what I'm saying? Black thing. Hey, hey. not that I'm a German phobic, but I'm smart. You know what I mean? So with the hey. governor out there, I think he's trying to test that game out there. I heard also that it was a lot of people coming up sicker, sick out there. Better to get better. It was a lot of people getting sicker. So I would advise everybody just to post up and be patient, man. Just stay home. Stay home. I got a lot of friends in Atlanta. Yeah, I got a lot of friends in Atlanta. They at home chilling. You know, I understand you got to make them store runs. But I definitely ain't going to be in no gym. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a gym rat. Yeah, I'm not going to be in a gym. I'm not going to be getting tatted on. You know, I hit Walmart, Winkos or something. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to do all that extra stuff where people sweat him and all that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe next week I might be wearing sunglasses, you know, because I'm about to get this unibrow. Because, you know, I can't get no service <laughs> to be able to get my brows all flat out. But I also wanted to throw on the grill or ask a question as it relates to this is that, the governor of Georgia did not even consult the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lane Bottoms. Wow. So I got to, what do you feel about that? I feel some kind of way. Black mayor, white governor, you know, why did he feel he didn't need to consult with the mayor? You know, it's power trip, man. You know, people get off in their situations and they think they're bigger than they are instead of being what they are. You know what I mean? I, I, I really, I, and that's with any job. You know what I mean? You might get a police that come to work with his head on his shoulders and his head twisted to the side. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might get a cop that's actually good. You know what I mean? But this bad cop is overwhelming the good cop. You know what I mean? It could be a doctor. You know what I mean? Come to job. You know what I mean? And just be like, okay, today I'm not messing with nobody that has COVID. I'm just doing asthma patients today. You know what I mean? People get in this power and they get to doing what they want to do instead of what the job, you know, stands for to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, I feel like when or if this thing ever they get a grip on it and it, and it gets over or whatever, I think it's going to be a lot of people fired. I think it's going to be a lot of people cursed out. I think it's going to be a lot of people that's going to get checked. You know what I'm saying? And exposed. You know what I mean? And, and then us as the people. We should start voting in the right fashion. You know what I mean? Right, right. We can't sit up here and complain about all these different issues without pointing the finger, like the Bible say. You know what I'm saying? We can't judge nobody without looking at the own plank in our own eye. You know what I'm saying? If we start voting, you know what I mean, and, start, and stop putting these idiots in position, you know what I mean? I think we'll be better off. You know what I mean? I think we'll be better off. You know what I mean? I do too. We're going to be banging on this show, pushing and saying every week when it comes that time for people to get out there and vote. But lastly, talking about this freaking Georgia governor, Brian Kemp, right now, according to the Georgia Department of Health, they are at 22, over 22,000 confirmed cases in Georgia, and then they're up to 892 deaths and that's not up to the minute so i'm sure that number is different totally. so i mean do you think that these numbers are going to increase being that they've been open this weekend and doing haircuts and all of that cool stuff most certain first of all let's decide georgia beautiful city beautiful yes. state you know what i mean black mecca 
You know what I'm saying? I love going to it. For the culture. For the culture. You know what I'm saying? They rapping out there. They doing it big. And people are bored. And people are really ready to get back outside to their lifestyle. That nightlife is right out there. They got great eating spots. You know what I mean? They got great shopping and all of that. And people is ready to get back to what they do. You know what I mean? But it just goes into what I say. People got to be patient. You know what I mean? People got to be patient. Look at the news, but take what's, be smarter. You know what I'm saying? You know, take what, what's out of it that you can. Because, you know, the news, they just try to blow up their spot so they can get those views. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I mean? So you, you take out of it, you know, what's what's great for you. You know what I mean? Right. And just be, just be patient. You know what I mean? Right now, it's just common sense. It's just common sense. Everybody walking around like Sub-Zero and Scorpio from Mortal Kombat. Everybody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Everybody like got on the mat. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got on the mat. I mean, just look around. Everybody got on the mat. They wouldn't even let you in the store without a mask. So yep. that, that tells me, stay home. You know what right. I'm saying? Just post up. If you ain't got a home that you're willing to stay in, then you don't need to be living there. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's I got it. everything I need at home. I got my dog. I got my children. I got my woman. I got crab legs in the freezer. I got... Turkey beans in the refrigerator. You know what I mean? I got big screen TVs. You know what I'm saying? Now, everybody ain't fortunate. You know what I mean? But even if I was staying in a one-bedroom apartment, a single, I'm going to make sure that I'm comfortable in there. You know what I mean? I'm going to get everything that I need to make me stay home if I got to stay home. You know what I right. mean? So, you know, stay home. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Be smart. Let's push through it. Yeah, so, be smart. That's it. Be smart, like like you were saying, and like I'm saying. This is for the culture, you guys. That you need to start thinking about it from that perspective when they decide to open up nail shops and such versus a golf course. So I think that we burnt that, grilled it, and seasoned it nice to be able to close the chapter on that. So we burned it up, Jill. You can't hurt that meat. You can't that meat over. You can't hurt that meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, let's get one more, one more thing, one more, one more yeah, thing, real quick. Yeah. You know, for the ladies, like you talking about your eyebrows, which I think they're beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, if we back to the old school. I got a lot of women in my family that they wear their eyebrows, they wear their hair, and if they ain't got their nails done, they 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 paint their own nails and stuff. You know, me, I got a great long beard. I'm like, this is a good time to let my beard grow wild. Forget it. <laughs> let it grow wild. When I do get to the barbershop, I'm going to be on deck. You know what I'm saying? Just, you feel me? You're, you're, you're like hitting that. the bro. You know, I'm with you, kid. all those juices and berries, you know, the girls be using, tied up, and just let it just marinate. Just let be it marinate. Kid. You know I mean? <laughs> if you didn't love me then, you surely ain't going to love me now. And that being said, let's move on to the next question. So does social media create more challenges or opportunities? Has social media created more opportunities for you as a producer? Yes. Yes. Once you weave out the trash, you know what I mean? You know. Once again, not knocking nobody hustle. Everybody want to be a rapper. Everybody want to be a star. You know what I mean? So, you know, I you know, I open up my email, you know, for a couple of months or whatever, see what's hot out there and what's not hot out there. And it predominantly be a lot of trash. But I encourage them to keep going because one day they may be dope. One day they may, you know, do something that's inspiring to somebody else. I never try to knock nobody's dreams, but you can pretty much tell when it's somebody's passion. You know what I mean? Yeah, the forces, yeah there's a big you know, difference. 
Yeah, for this artist in my lane that really want to get it in, you know what I'm saying? I think they not on the internet like that. I think they get trying to figure out how to get at me direct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Slide in my DM and they'd be like, "What's up, man? Let me get your number." Or here go my number. Call me and we have an intimate conversation about some things and then talk about the music. Because with me, I don't you know, with the music, we could go in the studio and do a jam and all that, but it comes out better, you know, when I actually know the guy, so to say. Or the right, way. you can put you know stuff I mean? together. Like, I like to invite people in my space. Like, come hang out with me and the kids, man. We just chilling, throwing the football. You know, we eating barbecue or, you know, we watching the game or whatever. And then we doing music. You know what I mean? It all comes out so dope like that. But it's, yeah. if I got to go in the studio with the mind that, okay, I got to come up with a hit record for this guy. It's like Rubik's Cube trying to figure out what's on his mind and him trying to figure out what's on my mind. You know what I mean? So I really like to melt with people. You know what I mean? So I really don't use social media to, you know, mix and match. Yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds like the plan. Mm -hmm. So, I always like to ask this question because I think it, it's really pertinent, especially for the culture and also entertainment in general. Is there a relationship in music or entertainment in the entertainment industry that you would like to mend and why? Huh. That's a great question. It's a, it's a few people that I would like to meet, you know, but at the same time, I, you know, I'm like, okay, this person ain't Can in my life. Can you give me one? Can you give me a name? Or you want um, to keep it Christian? I would say, you know what I'm saying, me and eight. Me and eight. Me and eight. That's my bro. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog to this day. I know his mom. You know, my mom, they call her son. His kids, all his kids, from his biggest to his little... You know, the whole family and everything. And we're A1. We're A1. You know what I'm saying? We never had a beef that would just kill all these years of brotherhood. You know what I mean? But I felt like I let him down as a youngster because I was straddling the bench and I left a whole bunch on his shoulders. You know what I mean? And what I mean by straddling the bench is I just want the rap. I didn't care about, you know, the business side of it. You know what I mean? I was like on some, you know... Just give me some money and let me bust. You know what I mean? But, and he was more or less on the business side. And I was getting in trouble, going to jail and all that. And I left a lot on his shoulders. But it was just me trying to find myself, trying to figure out my lane. I just wanted to be a cold street dude and just be like the big homie that was riding around in a rag top on dates. You know what I mean? Now, now, that, you know, now that I'm pushing my own line, I see... I see this, the serenity and the seriousness in it. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow. I, I left my bro with all of this to handle and he had to figure out not how to trick the crowd, but to keep the crowd off into our brand by itself. Exactly. You know what I mean? and, and, and that was pretty tough. So I would say eight. I would say eight. I would say eight. Shout out and, and to we, we, we talk like this all the time. That's my bro. You know what I'm saying? We talk like this all the time. And I tell him, I'll be like, man, you know, man, I'm sorry, man. I was an idiot. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And he'd be like, chill. Man, we it, man, he like I'm sorry you had to go through that, but I'm blessed that we still brothers. You know what I mean? Real That's friendships it. are priceless. Real friendships are priceless. You know what I mean? Right. And I just encourage everybody if you got a friend like that, a childhood friend, and you damn near fifty, you know what I'm saying? It's like man, come on, man. Real friendships is priceless, and you know, family yep. is not just blood. Yeah, family is not just blood, and that's that's my family member right there. 
Right. I appreciate that, Phil. You know, because if we would do that a lot more in reference to the part we played in our relationship as it relates to entertainment and not knowing and being vulnerable and having all these people in our ear telling us that they're the best to manage us and you're the best to be my PR person. Right. You know, we get all those things in our head and then, of course, that ego kicks in and then the people we love, we treat less than because right. we're in this new situation. And so this is something that we really, really, really need to deal with and keep our you know, focus on because we really got to get these relationships right. So thank you for answering that. I know it was no tough, but no I doubt. really appreciate your sincerity in that. So how would a young rapper connect to the rap legend? Like self, MCA, the DJ Quick, you know, is there a social media site where they could possibly connect or, or would you reply if they you a, a DM yeah. like you said. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my Instagram and I answer the people all the time. You know what I mean? That's me controlling my Instagram. Nobody else is controlling it. Um, okay. About Facebook and all that, but I really don't mess with it. But Instagram, um, I talk to a lot of people on a daily. You know what I mean? I share music. I share uh, uh, conversation. I go live and talk to people and all that. My Instagram is at the chill CMW. It's T-H-A-C-H-I-L-L-C-M-W. And you know, it'd be a lot of dope people on there, you know what I mean? And, and, and you know, some of it be trash, but, you know what I mean? Even the dudes with the trash, I give them they cut, like, nah, man, go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? Because that's part of our culture, too. Right. You know I mean? Telling the truth. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not finna just have this dude just rapping and rapping and rapping and he ain't lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. You, know what I'm saying? you gotta go back to the drawing board. It's called paying your dues. I'm not finna exactly. do all this 30 years of pressing my line and you just come in, you know what I'm saying, like that with that BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, bro, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta pay your dues. Maybe one day you'll get dope. Maybe it just ain't for you. But I'm gonna be the one to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if they slide in my DM, they better come correct. Cause I'm I'm gonna either make them a happy person or I'm gonna break their heart. And that's part of our culture. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> I'm you know. I've gotten some of the best things out of my life. Well, everything out of my life have come through my circumstances and my circumstances and our circumstances in general is what makes us. You know what I'm saying? So right. This is for the culture. For the culture. So, let me look forward to our, my last Our culture. Right. Our culture. Not their culture. culture. Our culture. Right. That's it. That's it. You know? So, chill. Let me ask you this question. How did you get in my backyard? Man, you know, you my sister, man. You called me and said, come through. So I'm going <laughs> up. <laughs> this is true. But tell me about the history of your relationships, your relationship with my backyard. You done recorded back here. You done banged on beats back here. Tell no me doubt. about that. No doubt. Well, first of all, let me say shout out to Greedy Greg. You know what I'm saying? That's my big bro right there, real mentor. You know, he didn't deal with me uh, as a youngster. You know what I'm saying? He opened up his doors, you know what I mean, to a lot of us. You know what I mean? A lot of us. I don't think I need to run through the names, but I'm one of those that was fortunate to be able to step back there and 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 be me. You know what I'm saying? And be me. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to, you know, big sis Yolanda. You know what I'm saying? I just remember her telling me to turn that down. It's too loud. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> Greg, he, Greg, he got the big Jamaican speakers back there that'll rock the whole neighborhood, and 
you know, I was introduced over there by another friend of mine by the name of Co 187 from uh, oh, Above the Law. Yeah. yeah, he was back there, Above the Law. Shout out to Above the Law, rest in peace, KMG. And, yeah. uh, and um, he had me over. I was doing some work with them, and they had me over there to do some work, and I just dug the vibe, you know what I mean? And, you know, Greg, you know, he, after Hutch and them left and went on, you know what I mean? Greg was like, man, you know, you got a spot to record if you need to rock. You know what I mean? Just pull up. You know what I mean? And I came and I never left. I think I was living there for a minute in the garage. Just me and, 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 and you know, a couple of homies. AMG was back there. My boy At Will Rest, Rest in Peace was back there and Bulky. And we just back there cooking, man, and just having a good time and doing music. And Greg would peep in like, what you doing? And if something catches his eye, I notice he'll stay back there with me for a little bit. If nothing catches his eye, I won't see him for a day or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he is something else when it comes to that. If you ain't got the heat, he'll just walk on by you like, keep trying. He, he, won't, even, keep he, he won't even say nothing. He won't even no, say nothing. No, the word. You know I mean? And then he'll have a great idea. And I always listen. I always respected him. You know what I'm saying? You know, he always told me something great. Even to this day, you know what I'm saying? Greg will call me from time to time like, hey, chill, what you doing? And I'm like, man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And he'd be like, well, okay. You know what I mean? All right, well, just keep doing I don't know then. Something right. gonna catch his eye. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and he's gonna take it from there. Well, you know what, Chill? Like always, you and I run out of time, man. And I gotta take it back to our quote that we kick this thing off. This is for the culture for and the culture. for those who love us. That's Thank you so much, DOC, for just blessing us with that quote at the beginning yes, yes. of your fanatic and you guys make sure y'all check out the chill go to his website make sure you check out the song automatic because this is for the culture and that's what we are all about today that on this therefore i got so some new music i'm gonna drop too i got some new music i'm gonna drop too on the 18th of may i got forehead finna come out i got a whole bunch of the people a part of our culture involved in it I produced the whole thing. It's dope. It's coming out on the oh, 18th. Oh, man, I can't it's wait to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm having fun. Have you party or something? Have you come to the backyard? No doubt. Have you made come back to see what's up? Maybe we, you know, we just be back here in our masks and gloves, and then you'll be across the room. Whatever <laughs> we need to do, but make sure, chill, you let me know so we can give you a good look on that. Man, All right? Because you were Thank you so much. And we're just so happy to have you. Thanks so much for sharing the time today with us and the audience. Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in today with me and The Chill. Rappers in my backyard, the podcast that stays lit. And y'all know we kept it on fire today. We didn't throw people on the grill. We didn't chewed up and cooked up some great food for you guys and delivered it today to our the amazing Chill from Compton's Most Wanted. Thanks so much for blessing us, man, uh, with your uh. and knowledge and love. And to you, the amazing audience, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that you guys can know whenever we're going live and whatever it is that we're doing. And I just can't wait until next week. So make sure you guys tune in every Sunday at 2 p.m. We got 
special topic, special guest. We keep it locked. The podcast is stays lit. I'm your girl, Lisa O. I'm the host, and I'm running this thing. And I'll see y'all next week. Wow. We out of here, baby. It's for the culture. Yeah.